To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Tim Roxburgh, Tim Beveridge here, and it is the final week of the campaign across the ditch. So Aussies are going to the polls in just six days to vote in their general election. And like New Zealand, many voters uh, focus squarely on inflation, rising interest rates and all the rest. Uh, mm-hmm. Joining us now, always great to have him on the program, Australian correspondent Murray Olds. How are you doing? Tim's time too. Yeah, very, very good. Uh, thank you so much for the invitation to appear today because I'm a real nerd for this stuff. And six days to go. It's so exciting. So exciting. It is, it's very exciting. What are the polls telling us, and can we trust them? Oh, look, two very good questions, because what the polls were telling us three years ago was, put your glasses down, Labor's going to romp home. And, of course, that did not transpire. Poor old Bill Shorten was there. He was left there with the, uh, the measurements for the curtains in the lodge, and um, his wife with a very sour look on her face. And, of course, uh, f- a full marks to Morrison. He prevailed because he just campaigned his backside off and he campaigned really hard really strongly right the way through which was a very long campaign three years on people know what scott morrison is now and overwhelmingly people don't like it they think he's a bully they think he doesn't listen they think he has a women problem and that prompted for me an extraordinary admission on friday just gone scott morrison stood up and said guess what if I get re-elected, I'm going to change. I've had to be a bulldozer during the pandemic. Australians understand that. But guess what? I'm about to change if we get back in because the pandemic's behind us now. Well, you know, Scott Morrison, Smirko, Scummo, you know, Scotty from Marketing, all these uh, labels. So the big question is, is it too late to change? Will people believe what Morrison had to say? Because it's, he's leaving it very, very late to make that admission. And today we're just hearing at the official campaign launch of the Liberal Party in Brisbane uh, with less than a week to go. I'm not sure why the launch is being done today, other than the fact that taxpayers pick up a lot of the advertising bill. Uh, if, it's, um, if, the bill if the ads are, are, um, are run hmm. before the actual official launch of the campaign. So we've been paying for all these dreadful advertisements up until now for the Liberals. <laughs> Uh, do you think he can pull out of the bag? Do people buy this, you know, I'm a bulldozer, but I can change? That's, a look, again, a really good question. We won't know the answer to that until next week, but all the polls are saying what they said three years ago, they're being repeated pretty much, but they're holding up consistently here. Uh, it's so hard for a government, because of the way we, we elect our federal parliament with the lower house, 150 seats, and the Senate, um, you know, it's the polls are saying Labor's going to win and get maybe 80 seats in the lower house, which would give them a government in, in Labor's own right. It won't have to go with the Greens or with Pauline Hanson or any other minor party to actually get stuff done in the lower house. But the Senate is very interesting because that's where legislation is, is ticked off. That's where it's approved. And that's where... Many governments down the years have had trouble, Tim's, getting their stuff done. It's got to be signed off in the upper house. You can promise all you like in the lower house. You're going to have free cars for everybody, but it's got to go to the upper house to get ticked off. So at this point, look, Labor can't believe where it is. They're all holding their breath. They can't believe the numbers. Morrison knows he's in trouble. That's why 
He's just announced a new housing uh, proposal to get first home buyers into the market because that's one of the key issues. Well, the, uh, look, there are three key issues. You mentioned the cost of living. That's enormous over here right now. Climate change still poses a huge threat for the, uh, to the coalition. And you've also got demands for an integrity commission, something Scott Morrison promised three years ago and has spectacularly failed to deliver on. Well, what is your call? What's Murray's yeah. call? Plus, let's put a beer on it. My, on, my little Aussie election <laughs> fun fact is that you have an electorate called Batman, which is just fantastic. So, yeah, so what's happening in Batman? What's going to happen on the night? <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Batman. I mean, you know, believe it or not, Batman was the surname of one of the people who founded Melbourne. Amazing. I, mean, I think it was it? John Batman. I mean, yeah. hello, John. So you, you're going to confidently? Robin? Are you going to confidently <laughs> call it for us, Murray? Call it now. Let's go. Let's well, let's play that so we can play the clip back to you later on. Okay, I am thinking Labor to win. Yep. I think a lot of the moderate Liberals are under significant threat from uh, these so-called teal independents. They're not blue. They're not green. They're teal-coloured. I think you're going to see people like like uh, like Josh Frydenberg, the federal treasurer. It is he's in an enormous amount of trouble in Kuyong, which is as blue ribbon as you can get. He's in trouble here against one of these teal independents. In the upper house, you're going to see people. Maybe Pauline Hanson can snag a, an extra seat in Queensland. The Senate's going to be really interesting. But for me, it's the lower house contest. Right. I can see Labor winning 70, 80 seats. I can see Labor doing that. The figures are holding up for them. And the government in a lot of trouble. Scott Morrison to lose the election, to get rolled by Peter Dutton because there'll be yeah. no moderates left. Josh Frydenberg won't be there. And there'll be the smoking rump of the coalition with those bloody hillbillies in the National Party playing banjo as they keep on yelling for new coal mines. <laughs> hey, hey, Murray, great to have you on as always. Just fine as we go. We've only got about 30 seconds here, but yep. one of my favourite Australian cricketers passed away last night. Andrew, oh, Andrew Simon's in a car crash. Any, any quick words on him? Look, um, larger than life, much loved by teammates, much loved by the Australian cricketing public, despised by opponents because he, you know, he called a spade a bloody shovel, uh, famously against the Indians, and yet apparently in the dressing room, Indians loved him, he loved the Indians. Uh, a hell of a loss because he was larger than life and to lose him at only, what, mid-40s, mm. just so shocking, dreadful. He scored an amazing 150 against us many years ago. I'll never forget that. Thank you so much, Murray Olds. Yep. Cheers, Murray. Pleasure, lads.